<laughs> Sorry, I had a cough. Straight out of Gotham, a crazy podcast about DC. With your host, E Rock and PD. When we speak up, get your geeks up. Cause you know you about to get geeked up. So sit back, relax, and get comfy. Lose your mind like Solomon Grundy. And listen to a show that won't be forgotten. Coming straight out of Gotham. Out in the DC universe, welcome to another episode of Straight Out of Gotham, episode seventy-six. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Make sure you check out all the other great shows in the network by heading on over to BOF, clicking the drop down, and you will see an utter a buffet of content for you to just dive into. Um, I am your co-host from the other side of the Hudson River, a senior contributor about my own film. I'm Peter M. Verante. We're recording on the evening of May 19th, 2022. And as always, we have a great show for you today. But before we get into the good stuff, I'd like to remind you, all our faithful listeners, that you have time to rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And we read your review on air. We're going to win a prize pack. So uh, make sure you get those reviews in. We actually, uh, we haven't done a show in a while. I'm going to hop on Apple Podcasts. We actually have a review winner, so I'm going to read it on there. Uh, I'll talk about it with a champ, and uh, we will uh, we'll, we'll mail you your prize back. So we do have a, a winner for last month, and uh, May is still ongoing, so get your May, uh, May reviews in. Now, let me introduce you to my partner in crime, uh, <laughs> the man who won the 2012 Breezy Point Shuck-Off Championship in the Clan Division, a fellow Batman on Film contributor. Ladies and gentlemen, the champion of Long Island, the greatest man to walk the face of the earth. Oh, Jesus. Eric Holtz. <laughs> I, can't, I can't live up to that one. Wow. Uh... <laughs> I'm Artie, the strongest man <laughs> in the world. <laughs> like, it's it like is, one of those. It is shucking season, though, because it's, it's, it's clamming and oyster season here, so it is shucking season. Uh, in on Long Island, so yes, it's a it's a fun time. This is the best time of the year to live in this part of the country, I believe. After Christmas in New York City, I feel like some spring summertime in this area because you can go back to the it's starting to get warm. You go back to the mm-hmm. beach. You start to do outdoorsy mm-hmm. things. So uh, I'm looking forward to the summer and the rest of the spring. But Pete, since we last spoke, we've we took a little bit of a break because you had a birthday. Number one. I did. And so how was that? How was your birthday? Uh birthday was fun. Uh had say a little bit of a gathering, you know, a little crawfish, a little beer. Yes. So a little your annual, yes. <laughs> your annual nice. crawfish fest. How did yeah, it go it this good. year? I could it's not good. make it. Oh man, they're good. Um uh, they are absolutely delicious. I mean, if you if you're a big seafood person, I I highly recommend having your own little crawfish boil. Uh, so did you did you a go mixture of shrimp and lobster? <laughs> Seriously, I went yeah. last year and it was fantastic. You did a great job. Fun. Uh, but and this year again, the weather didn't cooperate, so I felt bad for you because I was like, Dude, he can't seem to win exactly. when it comes to the weather. It's all right. Food's good though. Yeah, the food was fantastic last year. So yeah. uh, did you go with the same? 
seasoning, the same amount of everything that you did last year? Did you change anything? Did you? Keep uh, it? I added like, I added a whole bottle. I forget how many, if they may even announce cayenne pepper. I added okay. a whole bottle. Oh wow! Whatever, whatever you know, announce like, yeah. whatever the seasoning yeah. is. Uh, it was cayenne pepper. I had a whole bottle of that. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so yeah, that was about, that was the only real difference. Actually. I, I, I tried to add more. It wasn't as spicy as I wanted it to be either. So maybe some more, I'll try to figure out a way. I, I, I've, I've seen videos. I've tried to do some research and I've seen people put jalapenos actually in them. So maybe I'll give that a shot. I like jalapenos myself. So I think, yeah, I wonder. Good. I wonder if there's like a different, cause I know you do the old Bay, right? You do. Um, uh, it, last two years, you use Zatarain's crab boil. Zatarain's right. Mm, and I use uh, liquid crab. But that's, that's a, that's a, what's it called? Oh. Like it's not, not like a rub. What's it called? It's, <laughs> you shake it. Like, I don't know, a powder, you know, like I use that or the liquid uh, concentrate uh, crab boil and uh, put that in a pot with just some vegetables. comes out really good. Shrimp comes out good. It's like, it's so good. It's delicious. Probably my favorite like seafood meal outside of uh, seven fishes around Christmas time. <laughs> well, yeah. I also like, uh, like the seafood. So, and I, and like I told you, I think I said around Christmas time, my sister does the, uh, the fish is not, the traditional ones, but she does, mm. she does do the fishes. Nice. Uh, so we enjoy it. Um, like I, I think I said this, her first landlord was an Italian woman and she taught her how to do all the stuff. So yes, she just I remember the story. Yes, I do. Yeah. So she does it for us, uh, for her family, which is awesome because again, it's not something that we would ever do. So, and I love it. It's fantastic. So that's great. So happy birthday very quickly. And I just want to you know extend that on air to you. I know it's a little, a little late. Did you get any gifts you want to share with people that you're happy about? Or? Um, my brother got me that cool McFarlane red, uh, bat, the Batman statue. That was really cool. Nice. Uh, I'm trying to think anything else. Batman-y related. Uh, that's that's actually kind of it. It was kind of a Batman light. Oh, uh, my my buddy Luca actually came up and got me a. a he brought a Batman a pinata. Actually, that was fun. So I got to bring nice. a pinata for the first time in like thirty years. <laughs> that's pretty damn cool. I can't remember the last time I broke a pinata, so that was fun. <laughs> uh, so shout out to him. It was really cool. That is cool. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah that was great. But, uh, All right, so yeah, like we said, it has been a while since we've recorded. Uh, I feel like every, I feel like we take a break around your birthday every year. <laughs> Recovery oh. time. <laughs> so uh, we have some news to get into, guys, and we're gonna start real quickly with the trailers. Uh, there's been a Wait, bunch of trailers. Before we do this, before we do this, yes, I wanna, I wanna get the review winner out there. So uh, our review winner is DJ Eisenbraun. Khaled? Outstanding pot. What? Yeah, DJ. It's, this is DJ Khaled's uh, brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> outstanding podcast. Eric and Pete have one of the best podcasts there is. Their chemistry between the two is unmatched, bringing all the news you want to hear in a way that'll keep you fully entertained. You'll get everything you need about comic book movies and TV shows with a little bit of sports and food talk mixed in. Uh, they are also fun to follow on Twitter. So, uh, DJ Eisenbraun, uh, five star review. Thank you very so much. Uh, appreciate it. You have won our monthly contest for April. 
uh, be sure to email us at uh, straightogpodcast at gmail.com. Reach out to us on Twitter, like you said, we must follow. So check us out there. Uh, whether it's a show handle or one of our personal accounts, just uh, reach out to one of us and we'll uh, get you your prize pack. We'll exchange information. Uh, thank you for listening and appreciate the great review. I know who that is. I have no idea. That That's Doug. That's our oh. boy Doug. I know Doug. Well, Doug one. There you go. Yeah. Shout out to Doug. Yeah, brother. Thank you again uh, for listening, of always, and for the support. Uh, I will be having we we Doug and I like to share. We're both German, so we like to share a German recipe. So ah, I will be putting schnitzels. one up. I will be. <laughs> I'll be posting uh, another German recipe soon, man. So look out for it because I'm going to be making Roladen very soon. What is that? Um, it's rolled steak with bacon in the middle of it. Nice. And usually some pickled relish. Ooh, that sounds good. Uh, it's very good. So I'm going to be making that soon and I will post it. What's it called? Roladen. Roladen. Yeah, it's R O U L A D E N. All right. So yeah. There you go. So if you ever want to. Check that out. All right. Congratulations, Doug. And again, contact Pete or me or email the email us and we can uh, we get your prize back out to you as soon as possible. So like I said, we had some trailers come out. Uh, there's a lot of movies, some shows. Uh, first, I want to start with the most fun one, I think, uh, of the bunch was pro- the DC League of Super Pets. Um, we had a che- we had a teaser trailer of this not too long ago, which I thought was fantastic and kind of focused mostly on Batman. This one really kind of focused on the pets, and uh, I don't know. Like it- it's a fun idea. Obviously, they drop little hints and they might drop some little controversial things that have to go- that are going on with with act in actual life. But uh, it's Dwayne Johnson is Superman, right? And no, he's crypto. Oh, he's crypto. Yes, Dwayne Johnson's crypto, and then Batman's dog. I'm Ace is uh, Kevin Hart. It's Kevin Hart. Yeah. So they're they're the two main ones, and there's a bunch of other things that go on. Mm. Obviously, Superman and Batman fit, factor in it as well, and uh, this just looks like a really cute movie, a really fun movie, and I can't wait to see it. So, what about you, Pete? This thing looks like a blast. It may right. I'm hoping it would end up rivaling Lego Batman for like funniest Batman movie. Yeah. Even though it's probably more of a crypto Superman style movie. Right. But maybe like the funniest DC animated film. Let's put it that way. Yeah. With Kevin Hart. You, yeah. You know, yeah. I imagine there's a lot of, it, 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 you've got Kevin Hart, the rock and Kevin Hart are really good together. They are. And it, this is, it. this is definitely one of those movies that's in between for, it's just right for kids and it's just right for their parents or right. the adults. You know, like it's just, it's perfectly down the middle. You know, it's like, oh, over their heads. Oh, we got it. You know, so I think this is going to be like, a, I think this is going to be huge. I really do. I, I, I think this is going to make some, you know, for as good as a DC animated movie about, you know, talking dogs can do. And, you know, everyone loves dogs. I think, you know, dog people go see this movie. Yeah. You know, um, you know, it, it's like every time I watch this trailer, I just want to go hug my dog. So <laughs> <laughs> do you do you think it do you think it could be like uh, Into the Spider-Verse, that kind of a film? Uh, I don't know if it's that big because that's actually a Spider-Man movie. Right. This right. is still at, you know, at its core. You know, Superman's dog. It's crypto. It's a movie about crypto. Like, right. I, I that's just, true. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's. I think it's. Gonna, I think it will exceed expectations. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying it's going to make like mega bucks. But I think it's going to do a lot better than it's probably should. 
Um, yeah, I think the combination of the animals and the superhero stuff, I think that's it, a good mix. And I think we'll probably get, uh, like you said, parents and parents who like, um, well, people, parents who like dogs and superheroes and their kids and everyone. I mm. think it'll be a really fun family film. Uh, and like, like with like with shows like SpongeBob and other shows, exactly, that, exactly. Right, the yeah. the jokes for the adults will get the kids won't, <laughs> and that'll be fine. So I'm looking forward to this. But if you haven't seen the trailer, guys, go check it out. You can check it out anywhere. Obviously, YouTube, um, anywhere else you want to find it. The DC website has it as well. Uh, moving right along, and this is the trailer that I honestly didn't care <laughs> about. And I still don't. Uh, and I'm talking about Avatar: The Way of Water. Um, look, when Avatar came out, I was Ten into the movie. Ago. What? When did, it come, when did it come out? 2009. It came out. Jeez. Wow. So it's, it's been 13 long. years since the first movie came out. And I'm not gonna lie, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. I had, I think I saw it twice in the theater. Mm. So like, I really enjoyed this film. But I just don't care now. And the trailer is whatever. Like, it's fine. It's nice. It's kind of, you know, it really focuses on that avatars. We don't see any of the human stuff mm-hmm. that we got in the first one. So I don't know how much of that is going to be there. But for me, it's I don't really care. I really don't. It's terrible to say, but I don't. I, that this tr- this thing has passed my in my head. It's my headspace. It doesn't even live there anymore. So I really don't care. I don't know how you feel about it, but that's my two cents. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm kind of with you. Uh, I just, I didn't care about the first one. It's like, it, it's one of those movies where I'm like, oh, this movie's long, you know? <laughs> like, it's one of those for me. Um, yeah. It, it, visually, I was like, wow, this looks really good. I was right. like, this looks like you spent 13 years making it. So visually, it looks really impressive. Do I really care about the story? I, 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 I don't even honestly remember what it is. Um, I, I didn't like the first one, so I don't really care. It's been too long. I'm kind of with you. Like I'm just like, okay, out of sight, out of mind. Like, I forgot about this thing. Right. Which, right. Makes, which kind of bums me out because I'm like, man, I wish I could have gotten some really good James Cameron. I hope this movie's as good as it, you know Cameron made it out to be. Like, to be brutally honest, like. He could have made some great movies in the in the 13 years he was making these two. You're so, right. You're right. And um, he said a lot know, of stuff. He has yeah. said a lot of things about filmmaking and <laughs> other been, people's films. So yep. I he's hope been very opinionated. Movie, I hope this movie is everything uh, they want it to be. But uh, I, me personally, it's not really my thing. Yeah. And it I'm is way more thing. into Star Wars than this. <laughs> And it is my thing. Like I like science fiction. So this is my thing. Like this is in my alley. Right. I just don't care. I really don't, but far be it for me to tell anyone else how to feel or think if you guys loved it and want to see it again, go definitely check it out. Uh, Check out the trailer. I actually saw this trailer too, before I saw Dr. Strange, it was one of the ones they showed. Mm -hmm. It did look pretty damn good on this big screen. I'll say that visually you're right. It's, it's stunning. Uh, Yeah. But whoa. Yeah, but that's about it. That's that's about the only thing I cared about, and it looked cool. So moving right along, we got a couple of other trailers uh, about one is a Netflix film. And sorry, there's two Netflix ones. First one is a film. It's Predator. Mm. Uh, it's a Predator film called Prey, actually. It's not Predator. Uh, it's a very short trailer it's it's you know it kind of just a little teaser trying to give you an idea of what it's about uh suspenseful i'll give it that 
uh, I would probably check this thing out anyway. I'm one of those people. I you know, anytime something Predator, I usually go see it. I saw the last movie, which was mm-hmm. kind of. Huh? Yep. <laughs> so I would I would check yep. this out anyway. But the trailer is pretty good. It does kind of give you a little taste of what you're gonna get, mm-hmm. and it's a common type of thing that they show in it. So mm-hmm. what did you think? Uh, I dug the trailer. I'm I don't know when this movie necessarily takes place. I don't you know timeline wise, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know when it takes place in a time. You know, it could happen within a specific timeline of just the Predator franchise or within humanity itself. So you're kind of like wondering, okay, so where 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 are we? Um, it could be present day, it could not. Right. Um, it does kind of remind me of Robert Rodriguez, like Predators. Mm-hmm. Right. It, yeah. It's, it seems very simplified. Trying to get back to what was like really good about Arnold's movie, kind of jungle predator type thing. I think that's what they're going to go for. Exactly. Um, I'm digging it. And with you, last one wasn't a fan, especially the ending. The ending's horrible. It's probably one of the worst endings I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> um, that's just me, though. Uh, very left field. It was very a left field kind it's of ending. Bad, it's so bad. The movie actually, I was really into it until the ending. The ending yeah. ended the whole movie for me. <laughs> uh, but I'm into this. This looks cool. This looks cool. Look at this. Yeah. So again, I would check this out regardless, but the trailer does kind of make, give you those old kind of, old predator type feel with what they show. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. check that out. Let's see how that goes. The other one to me was that I want to talk about was fantastic. And that's the resident evil sh- series that's starting. Uh, the teaser trailer for that for in my eyes was really, really good. Uh, you see it's it's a little bit it's again it's short it's not a very long like it's a short teaser type thing but you see what you'd want to see from a resident evil game in mm. this and to me this is more in the spirit of what resident evil is than the movies were so um yeah i agree with you it seems to be closer to what the games were than what the original movies were right it's it seems to also be just a little bit better right it, it, it just already i feel like the writing the tone it would be stronger mm-hmm. whereas i feel like the you know the what was her name alice the alice resident evil movies are all just mindless action and while, like while well, i enjoy that you know like I, I don't it's great watching her just kill zombies left and right like i like it right. so i'm always down i'm always down for more zombies me personally um but I'm interested to see where this goes. Cause I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. So like, we're at the Raccoon City seems kind of more contained than probably I'm used to, right? Right. It's, I always thought maybe Raccoon City is more of a kind of like city in the forest, where this kind of felt. It felt like it was like a town in the Pentagon, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. The, it, I, it the scope is yeah. The scope seems a little smaller. It yeah. kind of gives me like vibes of that uh, Apple TV show Severance a little bit. Um, I I want to see what it's about. I'm very interested. Yeah, and and the song they chose, which is the, was I like to teach the world to sing, which was used famously in the Coke ad in the 70s, mm-hmm. uh, was perfect. Um, just because it's this sing songy happy type song, and then you see all sing songy. Yes, it's, you see all this destruction going sing-songy. on in the background. I love that term. Uh. So it, it's a perfect kind of a song for this trailer. But this one, I'm definitely going to watch. This I was kind of eh on it, but this trailer is actually piqued oh, my wow. interest. You went from eh to okay. So right. I'm definitely going to give this a watch now, which I might right. not have done before. Uh, so we have a couple more we're going to go through. The first I will talk about is 
the DC animated Green Lantern film Beware My Power. Yeah. Um I really enjoyed this. This was a it's a John Stewart vehicle, so it's he's obviously not Hal Jordan, so it's nice to have another <laughs> to have another Green Lantern get mm. some shine. Mm. So that was very cool. And it's pretty faithful to the story from what I know of it. So you know, I, I think they hit a lot of the beats that you'd want from it, at least in the trailer from what I saw. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, this looks really cool because we haven't gotten a Green Lantern movie, an anime movie in so long. I always forget the order. I, I can't remember if First Flight came out first or if it was Emerald Knights. Right. Um, I can't remember. But Jessica Cruz has popped up in a couple Justice League movies. That's great because she's a great Green Lantern in herself. So she's been uh, she's been popping. So you had Green Lanterns in and around animated DC films, but um, you know to get John Stewart's own solo movie is cool. It bums me out that Hal Jordan's got to be dead for John to kind of shine. You know, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, it, it's cool. I want I want to see what Sinestro is all about here. You know, interesting to see that he, him and John go at it. Um, and I'm I'm curious to see just how they play it out. It's you know it's it seems to be. Uh, Green Arrow seems to play a significant role. Yeah. Which kind of, you know, you know, now that, you know, unfortunately Neil Adams has passed Green Lantern, Green Arrow, he was a big part of, obviously. Right. Obviously his Green Lantern was Hal. But, you know, it kind of gives me vibes of that. Um, it, you know, so we'll see what the other members of the Justice League are like as well. Martian Manhunter's in it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's cool. I want, it seems to be kind of John's origin story and. You know, I'm not sure if it's Ganthet who is passing and gives him the ring. So it's it, it's kind of similar to Hal's origin. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. I'm interested. You know, I I, I like it because it's like it's different enough to the point where like I don't know what to expect. But then I'm like, okay, I kind of have like, uh, do I have gripes? Do I have questions? Like critiques? You know, like I, I'd be interested to see what Donnie has to say about this myself. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, I just I, I'm curious. I, I, I mean, uh, I still have to see the Catwoman one, man. I'm far behind on these, actually. It's hard enough keeping up with these live-action shows. I still have to watch that Justice League uh, World War II movie, Justice Society. That was pretty good. Uh, I have have to watch that, and uh, I have to watch Catwoman. I didn't watch Catwoman either, so I got to watch that, too. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. I did... I wonder if they're on HBO Max yet. I could just buy them on iTunes. I did watch, recently, Superman Doomsday again. I hadn't the seen original it. one? Yeah, because I hadn't seen it so long. So I'm like, let me watch it again. I have it right here. I have the DVD, man, from when yeah. it first came out. So I watched it again because it was on HBO Max. I was bored and I'm like, oh, I want to watch something Superman. So I put that on. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is interesting. The Death uh, of Superman is much better, but like, I like having both versions of that. Yeah, this one, this like one the- is like kind of fast forwards through some of the stuff. There <laughs> it is. Look at it. But uh, it's it's still it's still it's, it's still a it's still a good tale. It's still a good tale, and it was. I have fun with it. So, I have yeah. fun with it. It's just you know it is what it is. It's a, it's a fun. Oh, it's not fun. Superman dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know like I remember when it came out at the time. I was like, oh wow, they're adapting the death of Superman to an animated movie. Like this is like the true meaning of adaptation back in the day. Yeah, you know it's similar. It's so different, but it's similar. Yep. So. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that because we were talking about shows we the DC anime shows we've been missing, but I just threw that on, so I just wanted yeah. to throw that out there. But I'm pumped to see John get some uh, love here. Hopefully, yeah. uh, you know that leads to you know the, this Green Lantern show on HBO Max, and I know 
Zalva is talking about <laughs> more more movies, but whatever. Like, what you call him, Zalva? What is it? Zalva? What's his Zaslav. name? Zaslav. Zalva. <laughs> whatever. Well, we're gonna talk a little bit about that in a minute. Big DZ. I know he's. I know he said a lot of things. That, yeah, we're gonna. This guy's gonna. He's gonna be great for fandom. I can't. We're wait gonna dissect that one. a little bit. It wasn't in the rundown, but it, it's in my head. So I want. What's his name? Lazlav. David Zaslav. Zaslav. Yes. All right, but we have one more trailer, and this was probably the biggest trailer release of the past week. <laughs> oh, this um, is an all timer. And um, <laughs> I'll talk to you about She Hulk. Now, one of. But that before I start talking about the trailer, a lot of the reactions I'm, I'm watching, I'm like, did you not read the synopsis of this thing when they were talking about what they were making? Like, they said it was going to be a comedy, and it is a comedy. Well, look, She-Hulk is never really uber serious, especially mm-hmm. like with the, the She-Hulk, it looks like they're going for, which is kind of... They're go- it, it's it's a combination of like slot and Perez, not Perez, burn. I said, Perez, I'm sorry, George is on my mind. Um, burn, it seems like it almost kind of seems to just kind of split that divide, really, the perfect balance of the two. Um, because I can see like the goofy humor of a burn run, and then I can see this serious, more kind of you know, she hulk and court of like the slot stuff. <laughs> That's so, gonna be great. That is good. Yeah, no, and I'm looking forward to both. And like you, you, Eric, I mean, I've been binge reading. I've been, I've been prepping for this, man. I've been binge reading G Hulk, man. I've been, yeah, I've been, I've, I've been waiting. enjoying it. I can't wait. And this, I like because it's fresh in my mind. Like I'm like, oh man, like this is great. And She Hulk's great because she is. She's not as serious. Like at some point, she's Frogman's in the trailer for crying out loud. Yeah, you know, like she's gonna do some <laughs> goofy stuff, some really lighthearted things. She'll save like I don't know the city by accident you know but she she always comes out on top but it's always and it's always a good mix of like real world right like you know like a woman living on her own in the city can like there's definitely some relatability at times when it comes to like she hulk and her situation like it's 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 cool to see that person you know reflected and uh it's because it's different than these other heroes she just is you know, she's a hustling attorney. You know, she's Bruce Banner's cousin. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it, it, it lends itself for a lot of humor. And, it, it you know, depending on what era you read, there's more le- more humor than not. But yeah, this I is going to be fantastic, man. We get an extension of the Hulk that we saw in Endgame uh, in this trailer with the same Hulk that we mm. saw there. So I'm just I mean, I'm excited for more Hulk, man. Like, yeah. You know, like, I'm sorry, how long, Eric, I've been been complaining about this for years, you know, how the Hulk's been treated, and and the fact that, like, this is, this looks like quality Hulk, like, I'm still iffy on his cameos in all the Avengers movies post-Ultron, to be brutally honest, but, you know, this, this seems like it's a decent Hulk, and I'm into it, and uh, we'll see, I like, that one interaction with her, like, Mm because he's gotten full control, like, he is fully utilized and realized and he knows how to control himself and she's raw and you know and it's just like oh wow and he's just he's trying to calm her down and it's like oh man like it got me thinking because i was like it took them how long to get to she hulk like imagine imagine if warner brothers took this long to get to like robin well i think robin's probably a little more high priority but no, I, I'm just saying. Like, it's just 
this sidekick, like you know, like B- Bucky was introduced in Captain America one. I'm trying to think. War That's true. Really on, That's a good like, point. I'm that just, is a good point. you know, just kind of like playing devil's advocate. Like, imagine how people would be complaining if it took them like ten years to get to Rock. <laughs> but we got ten years of amazing Batman. So. Right, uh, cinematically, it, I mean, obviously yeah. we got Robin on Titan. It probably and... will take ten years. Probably three movies will take ten years. Yeah, that's true. But the probably the biggest complaint I would think about the She Hulk trailer is, of course, the CGI. Uh, I don't know why people are complaining about this, Eric. I don't understand. <laughs> I have. We all know why. It's not like no one's lying to you. I know everyone thinks that. I would love. I want to see like baseball Twitter be like John Heyman's lying. He was not traded to the Marlins. <laughs> You're a liar. Like I want to see him be like Shams isn't telling us the truth. LeBron's not hurt. Like well, like, I think I want it's- someone like to- <laughs> it's funny because no one questions like sports writers, but like entertainment writers are like, I don't trust him. <laughs> well. No one questions some sports writers. Like if if Woj releases something in the NBA, everyone believes it. If Adam Schefter does it in the NFL, everyone yeah, believes it. Right? Buster, I mean, Buster in baseball, probably everyone believes it. I feel like Humberto's reached that level of his industry. That's true. Maybe he's been hustling the game for a long time. That's true. He's worked so, his way up from Latina Review to Heroic Hollywood to the rap. The rap, like, yeah. I th- I don't know why you would be like, this guy has got an agenda. He's lying here. Right. Well, we got some confirmation um, in the form of Hiram Garcia, who was talking about how Black Adam was delayed Mm -hmm. um, because of the CGI, because of the backlog and CGI. And I'm sure that impacted other studios like Marvel. Uh, probably has something to do with what people thought was shaky um, CGI in Moon Knight. And then in this well, did trailer, you think it was, I don't have a problem with Moon Knight. I thought Moon Knight looked great. Do I need to go to uh, an optometrist? No, I thought it was fine. I think people who who picked on it, maybe they're being a like little the more one critical. Scene when he's jumping around on rooftop, I'm like, you expect Oscar Isaac to move like that? <laughs> I think, but I think what people are noticing is the rougher edges of it, and you do see some uh, of that in per- certain parts of the show. And like I said, in the She Hulk trailer, is that bad? I there are there are shots in it where I was kind of like wow yeah that's bad. <laughs> I need you to I need you to tell me when these are. I need to see these. I I'm sorry. Maybe I don't pay attention. It's weird to me because when you the scene when they're looking up at the sky and Conchu's kind of spinning it, I thought that looked great. Like that was yeah. kind of a great looking scene. But yeah. then there's some scenes where Conchu kind of looks rough. You or you, I thought Conchu looked awesome the whole time out. Okay. I mean, if you were like, that, nah, the big lizard was a bit much. I'm like, all right, I get you. <laughs> or, yeah, people have problems with, the, with uh, I forget the hippo. Tuaret? Is that the hippo's name? Tuaret? Tuar? Uh, really? People are complaining about the hippo? Like, wow. Yeah, some people have I problems with that. I hate Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I, hate Twitter. I always say, I'm like, is it, if it doesn't take, if it's not taking you out of the story, then what's the big deal? That's my opinion. If it's not, if the CGI isn't, you're not, not watching like, oh God, I can't even focus on the screen. It's so bad. Then what's the problem? Like, I don't understand. So, but it was nice to get Hiram Garcia again, uh, talking about uh, Black Adam. So you kind of, it's another person verifying that we have all of this, uh, all this backlog with digital effects. Does, which is I mean, doesn't it make sense back. though, considering like for like two years, it yeah. was like trying to pull teeth to get anything to come out. Yeah, it makes perfect now, sense. Like I don't know. Like I just I I don't understand why people think like this isn't like a real thing. Like, it, and it's funny because like it's like 
No Way Home. It's like, give us a trailer, give us a trailer, give us a trailer. And then you get it. And you're like, oh, it's underwhelming. It's like, you guys suck. <laughs> right? Like, I'm not saying it happened for that, but that's what it's like. It's like you're begging for it. You're begging for it. You want to see it. Then you get it. And you're like, ah. like I know. I was like, yeah, they gave you unfinished work, but you get the idea. Like, you yeah. know, like, stop. It, it, <laughs> you know, it's going to look better. Right. Like, you, they work we, on these things till the day they come out. Right. There's always a always some there's always in some trailer where you're looking, you're kind of like, oh, that looks kind of rough. And then when you see the movie, they clean it up. So I think that's probably what's going to happen here with all these visual effects now that we're getting. Uh, but again, even if even if people did have problems with Moon Knight, they probably went from having maybe 30 people working on it. Just I'm just throwing numbers out there to maybe half that, maybe 15. So and I don't keep comparing it to Avatar because they've been working on Avatar for a decade. <laughs> Look, that's all that thing has going for it in my eyes. So like, they better okay. have killer all right. CGI. Yeah, they have great effects. CGI. They've been doing it for 10 years. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. You're right. Like that's something, but that's what that movie is. So that better be good. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Like that's what people go to see more for that. Uh, speaking of who people go to see, I know for me in the first uh, Suicide Squad, one of the people I wanted to see was Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, play Amanda Waller, who she was fantastic. And of course, she reprised her role in the Suicide Squad and in Peacemaker. And apparently she is getting her own show on HBO Max. Now, we have, with all the news that we're hearing from your favorite guy, David Zaslav, uh, things he's been talking about. <laughs> I don't know the that's news- his name you're making fun of me. No, that's really his okay. name. <laughs> but news came out. Uh, news has come out today. Not today, but the last couple of days, actually, that he kind of wants to not really focus on original programming for HBO Max, which I'm kind of like, OK, now we have these shows being listed. And when I read this article, I said this the same thing to myself. I'm like, wow, is this going to be one mm-hmm. that eventually gets axed? Now, having an actress of Viola Davis on board, I don't think you'd want to do that because mm-hmm. she's just so fantastic. But who knows going forward? However... If there is, I'm watching this thing. <laughs> yeah, like, this thing sounds awesome. Especially, right? uh, just, you know, she was great in the first movie. She's great in the sequel. She was great in Peacemaker. Right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe she's on the run. I have no idea. Maybe she's trying to fix things politically. It'd be interesting. I'd love to see more out of bio. Yeah. See where that character goes. Uh, and whatever cameos follow, because I feel like there's going to be someone who pops up, whether it's. It, it could be Peacemaker or it could be, oh, I don't know, maybe Deadshot pops up. I have no idea. Yep. Or, <laughs> anyone, uh, you know, it could, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, Will Smith could use the, could use the. Um, yeah, I'm sure he could use a check right now. The rehabilitation too as well. So, <laughs> so maybe they'll bring it back for this. But you're right. The last time we saw her was at the end of Peacemaker mm. and she was outed. Right, yeah. like she was outed for being yeah, behind. I basically just rounded her out. Right, so it seems like that's where the show, this show, is going to pick up from, and going forward. So I'm, of course, I love her. I, I'll watch anything she's in. So I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to this. And Amanda Waller to me is the best thing about the first Suicide Squad. So I'm totally, totally down. I think there's a lot of good about that movie. No, I like the movie. Like, I'm one of the people who actually like that movie. But yeah. she's to me the best thing about the movie. So we'll see what's go what happens, but uh, yeah, that's a great. I know Reno loves Leto in that movie. <laughs> I know Reno loves Leto. Oh, huge fan, huge fan. He says it's his favorite interpretation. That's what he says. He's like Leto, Joaquin, so Jack, 
Heath Romero. I think that's how. I think that's. I th- uh, I, yeah, I believe you're right. I think that's exactly rankings. the rundown that we got. So, Pete, just real quickly, uh, talking about the Zaslav stuff and the news that we got about HBO Max. What do you think that means going forward? Uh, I think he wants to lean heavily on the films. He says he wants to release 25 movies a year. Right. Right. Um, clearly, this is the complete opposite of what Jason Kalar was doing when he right. was pushing HBO Max. Um, maybe this is going to mean a theatrical release for Batgirl. Yep. I you believe know, that will. That it will. He, yes. did, he did say, though, that movies belong like something along the lines like movies should be on the big screen or something right. like that and then like shows or the places shows or what streams so something like peacemaker this viola davis mandwall show i think that'd be safe right um but something like batgirl may not be uh destined for hbo max and may end up theatricals where that, that's kind of where i'm leading like that may be one of the 25 yeah well one show that we got word really quickly much to my uh chagrin i guess is uh wonder twins will not be going forward that movie will oh not be yeah made. and i personally wanted to see this so the fact that it was such a small budget that they're cutting it um kind of that's kind of what makes me wonder what really what's he's really going on what's really going on in his head here for hbo max moving forward. I, I, I just don't I, I really feel like he's like why are we doing this, these kind of unpopular characters yeah, you know, that's like, fair. But at the same time, you're like, why is them? So you could see, like, why is Marvel doing Moon Knight? And like, I get you, but like, yes. maybe he just thinks we need people to watch now, so we need something more, a little bit more recognizable on the screen. Right? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it might have been a tough sell. That's fair. That's definitely a fair, uh, you know, that's a fair, fair thing to say. The but I feel bad for the two actors who were who were cast who yeah, just recently though. found out about it, and now they're being told. That is not going forward. I mean, remember Nicholas Cage's oh. Superman and uh, Superman yeah. Lives. Remember he went through test fittings and all that jazz. So, uh, you know, Joe Manganiello, he's another one. Uh, you know, that, that's yep. Hollywood. That's how show business works. You're hundred percent correct. That is there, and they're they're prepared for that. They know these things could happen. So yes, especially when there's a sale of a studio, you never know what's going to happen on the other side, and that's what happened here. So. Mm. I'm kind of hoping that maybe we'll see them in some other project going forward. I don't know where they would fit, possibly, but I'm kind of hoping maybe for these two actors that they'll get get some shine somewhere down the line uh, to be Wonder Twins. But we'll see what happens. I don't know. We'll see what happens going forward. So I don't know about you, Pete, but my Wonder Twins get kind of sweaty during the summer. Uh, so. That's why the kings of crotch comfort Manscaped have spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. I've had the honor of testing out these new boxers and I can say it's the softest fabric of any underwear. So breathable that it's like gills for your groin. They even trademarked the jewel pouch so you know it's serious. I think it's time you invest in your family dues. So let your bulge breathe and get 20% off and free shipping by using code Gotham at manscaped.com. So yes, they have these new underwear obviously as we know they have their their 4.0 their lawnmower 4.0 the the weed whacker the weed whacker the skin safe technology these new underwear have something called the jewel pouch which they say it's designed to cradle your boys in their own special space lined with perforated Hmm. performance Hmm. fabric to keep them well ventilated i love the the original pair of underwear they sent us oh those are great they're the most comfortable underwear ever so 
if they're improved, then I can only imagine it's like wearing nothing. Yeah, I we love we both love those boxers. Uh, yeah, they are good. really they're really fantastic, and everything's honestly everything that they've sent us so far has been great. I really Ooh. don't have any kind of. Says. We're very nothing. we're very lucky. Yes, that's comfortable underwear. And as guys, you know, summertime it does. It gets a little, it gets a little sticky down there from time to time. So nobody wants swamp ass. It's true. Nobody wants swamp ass. No one wants the bat wings. If you don't yep. know what that means, look it up. <laughs> That's right. So yeah. So again, guys, these are coming out now. They're they're up. You can go buy them on manscaped.com. So get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code Gotham on manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off and free shipping with the code Gotham at manscaped.com. Once the boxers 2.0 touch your sack, you'll never go back. I can I believe that. <laughs> there you go. All right. So moving right along, as we know, the sad news we got, one of the sad pieces of news we got during the pandemic was when we heard that Chadwick Boseman had passed away and he um, from colon cancer. He was had a silent battle with colon cancer. And of course, his most famous role was definitely as Black Panther. Black, it was a global phenomenon. It, it was the first movie ever, no, first comic book film ever nominated for Best Picture. And as we also know, when he passed away, they decided not to recast the character. We have both talked about it. We both said we think they should. But one of the characters in it is the character of Everett Ross who was in the first film and played by Martin Freeman. And he is coming back and he recently spoke about filming this again. And he said, it was strange that side of it. On the one hand, you're making the film that you're there to make. And there are scores and scores of people on set joined in this endeavor to make the film. But there's also no question that at the heart of it, there's a quite a gap now and you felt it. Uh, with full respect to Ryan Coogler and everybody else who's sweating and bleeding to get this thing done properly. It was fun. And he says he likes he'd like to continue playing this part. Uh, so it was kind of sad reading that. It um, was. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you know, Bozeman was so great in that role. He was such a great human being. It's just, it's sad. Yep. And they, he doesn't. They're, they're he doesn't give anything away. They just he just says that there's a lot of char- a lot of great characters in in the in Wakanda. Mm. And it, it, he says that going forward, it's probably going to be a, uh, uh, as he put it, it's nicely simpatico. Uh, his his character is nice simpatico for the story. So we'll see what happens going forward. But it's still sad news. Every time I read something about it. I know. It kind of brings Same. you back to that. Yep. I'm bringing you back to that point. But I still hope they recast him somewhere down the line. I don't know. We'll see. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, though. Right. And we don't know the story, so it's hard to say, but that's my hope going forward. All right. Sticking in the MCU, we will go move forward. And both of us uh, just finished watching Moon Knight, I know. Uh, so I just want to ask you really quickly. I know you said you enjoyed it. So just give a quick overview yeah. for the season for your from your point oh, just, of view. I thought it was a blast. It was so much fun for me. Um, I love e- ancient Egypt, so that really appealed to me to begin with. And I got vibes of Joker. I got vibes of the Mummy with Brendan Fraser. Uh, uh, you know, National Treasure, that kind of like, oh, we're going to discover things. Let's try to figure this out here, all that jazz. It, it's fun. They got vibes of Indiana Jones and the terror world. What's her name is being chased by the the, the, the demons and everything. It, it, it's, it's just cool. It was just, I dug the whole season and I thought Isaac did a great job. And 
I'm pumped. I'm like, oh man, I kind of want to read some Moon Knight. Like, let me get some source material in my hands. Like, I'm, I don't know too much about this character. I mean, the most I knew about Moon Knight was in from like a Spider-Man video game. He appeared for like a lot mm-hmm. or two. So, uh, not much is known about him uh, from my end. So, just it's a, you know, this TV show. I'm like, okay, let me dig it, and I did. And uh, now I'm like, oh man, I want more. So. We'll see. I thought it was cool. I love. The, I like the. I like his style. I like the vibe. The the split personalities. It's kind of cool. I'm into it. Yeah, I. I'll say this is the first time I really was like Wikipediaing a show, like a character, to find out more about him while mm-hmm. I watched the show because mm-hmm. I get. I'm with you. It's not a character I knew that much about. So mm-hmm. I was trying to read into the background and. Um, we're gonna be. I'm gonna mention the things, guys. Here, so if you haven't watched Moon Knight, pause it. Yeah, pause it. Pause it now, and or fast forward this part. But uh, you know the three characters: Mark Spector, uh, Jake Lockley, who mm-hmm. appears at the end, who appears in the the end credit scene, mm-hmm. um, and of course Stephen Grant. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting for during this to see the. Um, the dissociative identity disorder, how the director went about it and put it, put it, yeah. put that at the forefront. And then still, you still had obviously the, the superhero stuff, the action adventure stuff mm. uh, it was very well done. The performances all were excellent. Ethan Hawke was great. Oscar Isaac was great. So good. So good. I'm, I'm forgetting the female who played, um, Lara. I believe that was her name. Mm. She was I'm forgetting her. They were all yeah, great. But she, they were all fantastic. So I'm really looking forward to seeing this character move forward in the MCU. But I will say this is the one show that really didn't talk much about other things going on in the universe. I thought it was great. It was a breath of fresh air, personally, for me. Yeah, so it was very contained, which was... You're right. It was a breath of fresh air. I didn't have to think at at any point, like, well, where is this going to go? You could watch this standalone. You You can. you You could watch this as a person who has no knowledge of the mcu at all and just soak it all in that's what's that's what's great about it is it's pretty standalone it is and the the other crazy thing to know about it is you get an end credit scene which teases more at the end of the last episode which teases more but as of now uh oscar isaac isn't committed past this season he's not signed on to show up next year or for season two all right i mean if they have to recast they recast so yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how this thing develops going forward. They're not going to recast; he'll be back, no. I'm sure. Uh, did you now because uh, you were unfamiliar with this character? Now that you are, were you like, oh, maybe I'll pick up a graphic novel or two? Mm-hmm. Oh, do you? Where, am, do you, you? Am I? I'm wondering. Did that strike a chord with you? It did with me. So I'm just curious if it did with you. Yeah, like when I finished. When it when I fought, got through the last episode and I was sitting there and I'm like I this is the one character in the MCU I've like even Ant Man I knew a little about Ant Man and yeah 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 like you knew even though they weren't big names or mm-hmm. big characters I knew something about them this was one I really didn't know you much knew about, about the Eternals all. I gotta admit I know nothing about the Eternals I did only because I saw a little it was like this little blurb uh years ago. I saw this little like article about the Eternals and I forget what magazine I was reading. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason I knew about them. I knew the characters, but I didn't know much more about the story. But to me, that's an easier jump leap to make for mm-hmm. me because it, the name kind of gives away what they are. So it was just easier for me. Like Moon Knight, I had no, it was just something I really didn't know much about. Okay. But I like you, I like Egyptian um, 
Egyptology, I guess, is the way to put it. That's how my friend John would say it. So he's very uh-huh. into it. So, yeah, so I'm very into Egyptology and, and the gods. And it was very, very interesting uh, to watch this show. Um, May Kalamaui is the name of who, the actress who played Layla. So I'm sorry. Wow. I would not have gotten that right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed this show. And I understand that people have problems with it. I understand people who say it was hard to follow. I get it. Really? There, I thought it was a blast. There are parts of it that are hard to follow. That I will okay. say that. They're hard to connect the dots. But. The good thing is the producers of Moon Knight are moving into now uh, the Fantastic Four. Which is great. You move into one thing, I like to another. Right. So Grant Curtis and Nick Pepin, who worked with the producer on Moon Knight, Moon Knight have moved in and they both signed on for the upcoming Fantastic Four movie, which, again, if you haven't seen Doctor Strange yet, I'm going to put somebody in there. Pete knows this already, so I'm not spoiling it for him either. Uh, but. John Krasinski, who many people have fan casted to play Reed Richards, actually shows up in it. <laughs> He's actually plays him in Doctor Strange. So maybe we'll see him in the actual film. Who knows? Uh, uh, they don't need to keep him in if they don't want to. They could go another direction. But uh, yeah, this is happening. Uh, this Fantastic Four film is happening. So Pete, do you have any... I know you always say you're not good at fan casting. Do you have anybody you'd like to play any of these parts? Uh, no, I I want I all I care about is I want the villain to be Mole Man. Okay. And I don't want it to be like Doom. I want not not that I don't want it to be Doom, but I don't want it to be like the world's at stake. I wow. I, I kind of want it to be simplified uh, a little bit, a little, you know, that's why I want Mole Man, but I, I all I want is I would like the villain to be Mole Man. <laughs> cast Danny DeVito as Mole Man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be an interesting one. But uh, yeah, I have no, like I said, if they bring, like I said, Krasinski, if they bring him back as Reed, that's fine. Uh, I was joking around in, with our chat yesterday. I said, I want Vanessa Hudgens to play Sue Storm. Uh, but I don't know who she is. She is, you do. High School Musical, you don't know who she is? No clue. Okay, well, that's who Vanessa Hudgens is. Uh, that's the I'll, only I'll Google her. I'll Google person. Her. She was also in, <clears throat> God, what was that movie? Oh, I'm forgetting it. Oh, Bad Boys 3. Seven Breaths to Hold. No, no. She was in Bad Boys 3. She was one of the members of the team in Bad Boys 3. Okay. Yes. She was in it. Okay. Uh, So that may be somewhere you'd, if you saw her, you'd know she is. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. I know some people were fan. I know Nico was trying to fan cast uh, (laughs) the thing and he said he doesn't want (laughs) Seth Rogen. I don't know. I I probably wouldn't like that either, but whatever. Uh, It's going to be cool just to get this movie, though. I, I a, want Seth Rogen to be the thing now. Just okay. drive me just, crazy. Just to drive him crazy? Yeah. Uh. I, I, I'd i love it if Seth Rogen was the thing. Just to drive me go nuts. Because once so he's nice. this thing, who cares? He's just a voice actor. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Let's be honest. Like, okay, so. Okay. You're right. It's <laughs> like Vin Diesel's Groot. Ben, ben Grimm for like, what, 15 minutes? Yep. And like, it's Vin Diesel's Groot, right? But. All he says is, yeah. I am Groot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's just, it's just his voice. So. <laughs> so that makes sense. But uh, yeah, so we're getting that film going forward. Another film we're getting, which this one I'm hoping is is very good. I'm kind of waiting to see. I'm not sure, but. You don't sound positive. Uh, I don't know. We got Thor, Lo- Thor Love and Thunders coming out. That's another trailer that they released. 
the trailer didn't do much for me, to be honest. I thought we talked about that last year. We did. Uh, we definitely did. But I'm just saying, like, I'm since we're bringing this up, I'm putting it out there. Uh, people forgot because it was a it was a while <laughs> it was a while ago that we recorded. But they talked to Taika Waititi about uh, what Thor and Love and Thunder is about. He says it's a midlife crisis film. And this was his quote. He did an interview with Entertainment Weekly, and this is what he said. Ragnarok felt like a big party. It was quite festive. This one is still fun. It's got moments of being over the top, but thematically, it's about something a bit deeper than the last film. It's not a serious film, and it's not a drama, but we do deal with ideas that I think a lot of humans deal with. Universal themes about love and loss and our place in the world. Everyone sort of asked this question in the film. What is your purpose? What is the reason that you're a hero? And why do you have these superpowers? So coming out of Ragnarok, which had definitely had you know it was a heavy on comedy but it also had serious points obviously especially the end credit scene uh you know but um pete what are you looking forward to in this film i hope he i hope he uh, really lives up to these words because i did not like ragnarok <laughs> i did not like what they did with the hulk right. i did not like what they did with thor i haven't like what they've done with thor since ever, since ultron Back to Ultron again. Like I love Thor one. I think Thor one is a fantastic superhero movie. It is good. Like classic almost. Like it's, it feels very vintage. Yep, I um, agree. I like it. And I just don't like his characterization lately. I I, I don't like this like jokey comedian Thor. I, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan. So yeah, it's kind of antithetical. 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 I can't speak. Antithetical to the actual character in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. I think in the context of the films and the story they were telling, it worked. I didn't particularly care for Ragnarok myself. I thought it had some very good parts. I loved Hela. I thought she was fantastic. She was my epic. Yeah. But as on the whole, I didn't particularly love the the movie for the same reasons you mentioned. It's a little too heavy on the comedy and it really made Hulk out to be this kind of a joke. Yeah. But we're also getting... um, as you know, in this one, we're getting Jane Foster back. She plays um, Lady Thor. So we'll mm-hmm. see how that goes going forward. Uh, you know, so let's see what happens. I'm, I'm Look, hoping. Everything Thor has been such a disappointment for me since like the first movie. Because I did not <laughs> like Loki. I was one of the few people who did not like Loki. Oh, he was the best. Like that's, the show the was horrible. Villain. Oh, the show. Okay. The show was bad, I thought. Okay. I just thought it was boring. I think he's great. He's great in the role. Yeah. But I did not like Loki, and I didn't like the last two Thor movies. I liked Loki, but it is a slow burn. I do agree with you; it's a very slow burn. Uh, but I did enjoy it. I thought it was good. I thought it. I thought for the what they tried to tell in the time period they were going to, and how Ooh. they tried to explain the time variance authority, and stuff. I thought it was very well done. Uh, but again, not different strokes for different folks, so that's fine. Go to hell, Eric. Die. <laughs> but one thing we both agreed. That we did like was Scream. Yeah. Scream Reboot, right? We both liked it. We both thought it was fantastic. And we're getting another one, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. They announced it, I believe it was at CinemaCon, or did they announce it? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, but they announced we're getting a new Scream. And uh, all the cast that survived (laughs) will be back because obviously there were so. And another another member of is being added of a former cast member who was in scream five, right? Mm-hmm. Four. Sorry. Don't you scream four. Uh, oh, that's right. Cause this is just scream. Right. That's right. Yes. Sorry. 
Hayden Penetier will be returning Penetieri. to play. I thought it was Penetier. Anyway. Okay. I could be wrong. <laughs> is returning to play Kirby Reed, who in Scream 4 was kind of like this weird character and she wound up being one of the hero the hero in the movie she wasn't weird she was legit so, yeah i yeah, love her i love i'm a huge defender of scream 4 so this is very big news i agree i like scream 4 i so yeah. i just like her so i'm glad she's back she's coming back yeah. for this i'm a huge fan of hers so i'm very very happy to see that she's coming back uh i'm i jokingly put up the line from heroes when they announced this on our page i said save the cheerleader save the world <laughs> and of course uh you know here she is she's back so this thing yeah. seems to be coming together and i'm so happy that a new generation too much too soon no it's it's fine you know yeah I, I like the I like I would have liked to have a little bit more of a breather in between, personally. Well, Scream One and Scream Two came out pretty quick. They did, but everything else so. after that was pretty it had gaps. So. We'll see. We'll right. see what we'll happens. See. We'll see what happens. But I'm just happy like another group of people are getting to grow with this franchise. It's kind of like we had the old characters in the last one, but this is mm-hmm. kind of a reboot going forward, and it's going to be. Very I wonder cool. Nev's going to be in it. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen her name attached. Right? Never and Courtney got to be in it. Yep. So I wonder oh, what gross. they're going to do. We'll see. It might be time to move forward or just have them in a little bit of some kind of role. I don't know. But it might be time to move past them and focus on the younger cast. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see what happens. Uh, I kind of wouldn't mind if they leaned off the Billy Loomis ghost things or hallucinations. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get that again. I would hope not anyway. I hope we're not. It's kind of like my only real gripe with that movie is I was like, yeah, I could have done without that. Well, I li- I liked her being Billy's daughter was more yes, than enough. That was cool, but I agree with you. It was a little weird, uh, but you know, it worked for the movie for me because I enjoyed it. So it was it was fine. Oh, movie's great. Just that's the only issue I have with the thing. All right, so we have a bit of sad news for people who don't want to upgrade their console and want to play gotham the new gotham knights game Uh oh Uh oh. they are not making a version for ps4 and xbox one so both of us pete because we both have xbox ones and we don't have the new xbox series x i don't believe <laughs> unless you got one for your birthday no i do not yeah so we will have to upgrade if we want to play this game uh that's that's just that is it the truth. gonna have to buck up yep and what is it 500 now i believe so I mean, it's about that much. And I, I'm going to walk out of Best Buy spending like $600 console, <laughs> probably get a game or two or a game, an extra controller. Let's hope they put this as a bundle. That would be kind of fun. You're still going to walk out of spending like $500. Yeah. I'm hoping they have what they had when I got my Xbox One where I could return an Xbox. I think we talked about this on another show, but you could return the Xbox and you got like $200, $300 credit. Interesting. And then I was able to apply it to my new. I still have my 360. Purchase. I still play my Superman Returns video game. Not selling my Xbox One. Yeah. Well, that's another game we need. Another game, right? The new Superman game. I need Superman Returns backwards compatible for Xbox One. That's what I need. <laughs> Why don't we just make a new Superman game? Because they're not going to just make this game backwards compatible so I can play it. Do a Superman Generations game, and you could play as Reeve Superman. Cavill Superman and Tyler Hoechlin Superman and George Reeve Superman. 
Let's do that. Sure. And make sure right? George Reeves is in black and white. Yes. Uh, yeah, like, sure. Like, do it. Yes. Okay. Get him made. Go. go. Go, Eric. Get the game Brian made. Brian Haas. You heard that, right? Brian Haas. You're, you're the video game maker dude that we know. So. Video game maker dude. <laughs> video game developer. Sorry. My fault. Video game maker dude. You, you, you do stuff, right? So <laughs> It's late. It's almost 1 a.m. It's late. We're recording. Is this, it? So. It is. Yeah. All right. All right. So we're going to end with some Eric stuff. So I just kind of watch, need your reaction from this. Sure. Uh, so, and this is actually, this is actually a good topic to discuss because it, it might seep into other things that we like to watch. So as most people know, Star Wars has been famous for recreating, bringing back legacy characters and putting them in films. In Rogue mm. One, we got the Peter Cushing's Grand Moff Tarkin in the mm. completely CGI character. Same thing with uh, Princess Leia. We got a we got the New Hope Princess Leia with the in the white with the hair buns on their her mm-hmm. head. Uh, we got she came back completely CGI. Then last year, uh, when they brought Luke Skywalker back at the end of Mandal- the Mandalorian, Mark Hamill was there. But they kind of did this de aging technology and voice changing thing, and they made him younger, and he. They had an actor actually do the physical parts, but he was there and they had him there. And then they redid that again this past in the book of Boba Fett. So they were talking to Kathleen Kennedy. Also, sorry, need one more thing. We also know that when Solo came out, Harrison Ford, obviously being close to 80 years old, they could not play him, put him in the film as a younger uh, character. So Alden Ehrenreich got to play um, Han Solo. And what, depending on what you believe, that might have impacted how the film was received. So Kathleen Kennedy now has gone forward and said that it's important that they move away from the Skywalker saga and they will stop recasting legacy characters because she doesn't think that people respond to them well. Now, Pete, you are not a big Star Wars fan, famously, but you do know Harrison Ford played Han Solo and you also saw Solo, Solo, Mm. which you said you liked. Mm -hmm. So being someone who's not in this universe... Did that bother you? Did it? No. I, I once I just watched the movie and it didn't. I had issues with it at all. I thought the guy played a good uh, Han Solo. I th- thought he did a good job. Um, right. To be honest, I'd have less interest in Star Wars without the Skywalkers. Okay. I think that's fair. I think, and I think that's a. I thought that was a very bad take uh, by her to say that because. If anything, what happened with Luke in The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett, it showed that there's still a story that people want to see in that time period that we haven't Mm. gotten much from. And to just completely say you're going to throw this out, um, she she literally said, we can't do something with Luke Skywalker that isn't Mark Hamill. Uh, I I thought your tweet about Sebastian Stan was pretty good. He looks like Mark Hamill. Right. And that's been something that fans of of luke skywalker have said if they ever were going to do a story let's cast him because he does look like mark hamill they're very especially the younger mark hamill he doesn't have to look exactly like him right skywalker's real right and again it worked he's portrayed by an actor it's fine right and like you said alden aaron writes um han solo people might not have seen it for that but that what it wasn't the reason why the movie didn't do well in my opinion i thought he was very good i thought the movie was awesome yeah, I enjoy that more than most people. Uh, and I think, I think, and it's weird, Pete, you're not a big Star Wars fan, but I think true Star Wars fans really enjoy Solo. <laughs> so it's either here nor there. But going forward. I like it more than Rick Shue. Yeah, well, Rick, Rick yeah, has Rick, very. 
Rick has yeah, very Rick, weird. Yeah, Rick has weird Star Wars takes. Let's just put Rick it. Rick has way. weird takes to begin with. <laughs> Rick's takes are all on an island. Rick and Joe. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. So, but what do you think about that with other franchises? Like, but here's the thing: like, I've seen Batman recast how many exactly. times? Exactly. For me. It's like, okay, I've been through this. <laughs> I've been through this. Right, like, how many different Spider-Man? Like, it's fine. You know, whether it's continuity or not, like it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not a big deal. But it say really just for the sake of argument, say they wanted to do a Batman 66 movie, something like that again. Obviously, Adam West has passed away. He can't be Batman. Mm. But do you think that people would be like, no, you can't do it. You can't bring these yeah, characters. Of course, someone's gonna complain, of course. Someone's always going to complain. I'm down to give it a shot until I think it sucks. But, <laughs> you know, like I'm down to give it an opportunity. Yeah. So this that was a story that kind of, I was kind of like, yeah, it's it's a little silly to me uh, that she said that. I'm kind of upset that she said that. It's really making people think that, well, once these people, like obviously Carrie Fisher passed away, so we're not getting Princess Leia again. And I don't know. It, there's still a very rich story. There's very rich stories that can be told about them, especially in that time period from um, Return of the Jedi to The Force Awakens. Like that period, there's so much stuff in there that we, that people I think would want to know. There's so much Eric stuff out there, guys. There's so. so much Eric stuff. Yeah, as you can see, I'm really geeking out on this topic, so I'm sorry. But uh, Eric's like, oh man, <laughs> flashlights, robes, and green puppets. I'm so there. I am. I'm always there. Nothing, nothing gets my attention it. like a like a like a, like a green saber. puppet. Yeah. <laughs> it can so, be Gumby yeah, so, or Yoda. Green puppets just drive Eric wild. So it, I'm so it, or or yeah. It's like or, what is uh, the champion of Long Island's weakness? Green puppets. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so. Moving. This will be our last topic. We'll close on this one because we just got a great movie. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home directed by John Watts and then we heard that he was exiting Fantastic Four and people were like well why is he exiting Fantastic Four what's going on and Star Wars seems to have won the day (laughs) because he is going to be doing a coming of age Star Wars Disney Plus series Hmm. Uh, what do you think what's on your mind I don't know I, I mean I feel like he's definitely not doing Fantastic Four for this so to me, it's kind of like he must have a really great, fantastic idea mm. uh, to walk away from a property like that. That's dying to be reboot and told. Well, well maybe he just doesn't want. I think he's kind of done with the MCU. Actually, that's possible. I think, but it's weird. He's like, oh, I don't want to play in this playground. I'll go play with Star Wars. But uh, you know, maybe he has a passion project that he wants to do. Maybe he has an idea. Right. So. I mean, he did say in his statement that he's hopeful he'll he work in the MCU again. I mean, that could have just been saving face. I don't know what happened. But that sounds like Hollywood PR talk. Yes. So the series code name for this Star Wars is Grammar Rodeo. <laughs> okay. So we'll see what happens. All that's right. famously Check an episode of The Simpsons. Uh, let's go Grammar Rodeo. But that's the code name for the secret Star Wars project. So mm. it's going to take place closely after the events of Return of the Jedi, which may be... That Luke Skywalker stuff was kind of, like she was kind of. I can't say that I'll watch it. Maybe I will. I don't know. Maybe possibly. Well, I hope you watch Obi Wan. 
That's what I hope. Who? But that what looks fantastic. That? So we'll see. Kenobi? It starts. It starts next Friday, which I'm really, really next looking forward to. Friday. What are we yeah. doing next Friday? I've been meaning to rewatch Batwoman again. <laughs> Could be doing that. <laughs> oh, Batwoman. My girl, Miss Leslie. Only season three, though, right? Just season three. It's the only one you need. <laughs> Didn't she come in season two? Is it is it her backstory important to what happens? Not really. No, that's the glory. Actually, of season but three. I did watch the first two episodes of season two, and I did think it was better. She was better She's than Ruby Rose. It didn't take much. Ms. But Liz she was fantastic. Big so, fan. yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, anytime I can talk talk Star Wars, you know, I'm 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 going to talk Star Wars. Anyway, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Yes. All right. So let's put a ball in this one, Pete. Again, tell everyone where they can find you, see you, talk to you, whatever. Sure. You can follow me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Zach Snyder's favorite platform, Vero, at Pete Illustrated. Uh, you can follow podcast number one, the podcast you're listening to right now, at straight underscore O underscore G on both Twitter and Instagram. Just consider joining our Facebook group and following our Facebook fan page. Uh, a lot of great things going down there. Everything that gets discussed on the show gets uh, posted in those groups and on our Twitter pages, so please check that out. Follow podcast number two, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast, the podcast that I side code host with uh, two wonderful, wonderful individuals from the wonderful Windy City of Chicago, Nicholas and Nico Crusoe. Just uh, three wops talking Spider-Man. Just good times. Uh, we haven't done a show actually in two months, so we're behind. I'm behind all my podcast schedules, but those guys are great. We have a good time. We've got like six episodes in the can. Uh, we're talking about movies and stuff. So check it out. Uh, at Team Yellow Oval. Check that out. Check me out on BatmanOnFilm.com and Batman on Film YouTube. I got toy reviews. I got comic book reviews. I got interviews. Uh, I got everything you need and uh, everything you want and uh, everything you don't even know you have yet. So check all that stuff out there. That's not as good as jelly in my belly or whatever it was. That's all. That's what came out. So. Yeah, like Eric said, it's what I am. It's late. We're on the East Coast, like straight into Gotham after dark. Yeah, if you can't tell, nobody's Pete's voice. wearing pants. Presented by Manscaped. Pete's voice has gotten deeper and deeper as the hour has gone on. If you as would like more... to extend this call by three minutes, insert four ninety nine quarters <laughs> only. What? What is this? Yeah. So as you guys know, you can follow me on Twitter at finally33, spell finale33. As Pete mentioned, hit us up on Facebook. We're there. Instagram, we're there, I think, still, right? You're still on Instagram. Um <laughs> I actually thought about deleting the Instagram account because like it's like I think it's pointless. I might actually do it. So also check out my brand new New York Knicks podcast called All Nicked Up. You can find that anywhere you can also find podcasts. It's about the New York Knicks. The first episode is in the can. It was about last season. We'll be recording the next episode next week. It's going to be a, a draft primer. Um, the Knicks got the 11th pick in the draft. So we're going to be talking about the players that will be available at that time and which direction we think they're going to go. Uh, so if you guys are into basketball, especially if you're into the New York Knicks, you can definitely give it a listen. And throw if me you're some into support. pain and misery. Seriously, that's really what it's about. If you're into pain and misery, uh, you can go check us out. Check me out there with my uh, three other guys, um, John, Craig, and Ty. Uh, all good guys. All, all guys just suffering year after year. 
being a fan of the New York Knicks. Check out my recent review of Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness on Batman on Film. Uh, it was just posted up, I believe, last week. Uh, so go check it out over there. Wonderful. And, Eric's back in the game. And argue with me, please. Please argue with uh, him. He loves to argue. Because I do love please arguing. Argue. Uh, I love discussions. Somebody put him in his place. <laughs> Somebody, please. But they do Give me turn into arguments. And yeah, just check it out. I have other content up there as well. Just remember, Eric Titans didn't want the Batman. Titans, and no, that's not true. Eric hates female superheroes. That's Yeah, Pete, go ahead. You have any more you want to tell him? <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> we've reached the lying part of the, of the episode. We've reached, we've reached the fabrication section. Eric hates female superheroes, but is the biggest defender of Captain Marvel. It's so strange. I know, right? Look at me. <laughs> you're such a weird How guy. Can I, oh. <laughs> you're you're yes, such a I, whack job. It's true. I don't like to, fresh tomatoes, but I like salsa ketchup tomato yeah, products. So strange. So strange. I know. I can't. I love I can't. V8. I don't like tomatoes. Like, oh, I don't like V8 either. And you don't like Ooxus. You're you're a loser. You're a loser. Ooxus? You don't like Ooxus. No, I prefer Galactus. Ooxus! and logic is not my thing. Did you see Reno post that cover on the Facebook group? I did. I was like, I'm going to try this book down. This is everything I've ever wanted in life. Ooxus and Galactus? He also sent you the Daredevil birthday greeting. I'm Daredevil. Dark, dark side. Sorry. Oh, that was good. Everyone oh. knows I love my boy Ooxus. Oh, before we close, uh, Daredevil's coming back. That's it. The TV show. I just want oh, to put that I out there. I was going to save it for next week. We'll talk about it next week. Here you go. Yeah, we'll talk about the details next week, but Daredevil's coming back. We just got that today. All right. So that's it. So I think we're going to close. You ready to close? For Pete, I'm Eric. Oh, do it. You could do it this time. I have no idea. Do it. <laughs> All right, so for Peter Vera, I'm Eric Coles when you are listening to Straight Outta Gotham, and we will see you next time. Booyah!